0: Hello, this is Robba Lee and Sam and welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's movie is Avengers Infinity War and this marks the beginning of the end for the uh, first three phases of the MCU. So let's see, trying to remember what happens at the very beginning. Oh yeah, so we basically pick up at the end of what we saw on Thor Ragnarok, which is um, Asgard has been destroyed, so you have the last survivors of Asgard, the Asgardians, being um, stowed away by uh, Loki, Thor, and Hulk on this ship. Um, and at the end of that movie, you know, you see that they've been intercepted by Thanos' gigantic ship, and it kind of ends on like a cliffhanger like that. So in this one, it picks up right then, right at that moment where, you know, he's now destroy I'm just gonna say because it, it's at the very beginning of the film, he's destroyed like half of the ship and like a bunch of people are dead. And um he has the infinity gauntlet, which he's trying to collect basically all the infinity stones, most of which we've seen uh throughout the MCU movies in some form or another. And he's trying to collect them uh so that he can destroy half of all life in the universe it's this is his like way of restoring balance he says you know you know whenever there's overpopulation people are people starve there's like unhappiness so he thinks he's you know most as they say like most evil people don't think they're evil they think they're doing something good so he thinks he's doing good by collecting these infinity stones and he wants to go through with this plan to wipe out half of all existence um, so that's how the movie starts and that's why he's like on this, uh, Asgardian ship because he's trying to get the space stone, which is in the Tesseract, that damn Tesseract that they've been, uh, chasing down since, what was it? Captain America or maybe even Thor. No, it was in Thor. That's right. It was in the first Thor movie. Um, but anyway, so a lot of stuff happens in this movie. It's the biggest Cast up until this point, where we have basically all the Avengers that we've met up until this point, minus two, right? So I think um, they're mentioned, but they don't come out. It's uh, Clint Barton, which is Hawkeye, and Ant Man, you know, uh, Paul Redd's character. Those are the two that aren't in this movie. That's, they, everyone else is. Um, lots of stuff happens. Um, and then we essentially end on a cliffhanger again because this is going to lead into. The final Avengers movie in this phase, which is Avengers Endgame. But before we get into all the stuff in between, Sam, what did you think of Avengers Infinity War?
1: I loved this movie. It was such a great movie, um, action packed, super entertaining. Still had its funny moments uh, where they could, where it was appropriate. Um, again, you know, it's they just did a wonderful job. They nailed the casting. Um, and I say that because they, I feel like every character, almost every character in this movie had a little moment to show off how cool they are, like how cool their character is and what they're capable of. And it's just so perfect. Like the the cast is just so perfect. Um, and you definitely need to see all of the other um, Marvel movies in order to really understand this one and and to be emotionally um, invested in this one. Um, so, I mean, anyone who hasn't seen the Marvel movies could watch it, I guess, and still kind of enjoy the action, like the fight scenes and the comedy. Um, but it's not really going to take the emotional toll on you as it should. And you might be confused and lost as to why they're doing the things they're doing or how they got there and... um so, but yeah, other than that, this movie is just great. It's so awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, what else? What? Why no, are you laughing? No, no, no,
0: <laughs> so, I was wondering what else you were trying to think of.
1: Um, there are some, you know, things to be sad about in this movie. Not going to say why, but it's just so good. It's just such a good movie with like without giving stuff away. Like, um, you know, there's times where you think like, Oh, the movie's going to be over, but it's definitely not over. Or they think, um, they've accomplished something or they're going to. Um, and then, you know, that just gets ripped away from them. Um, so it really plays with your emotions. Um, but Marvel just did a great job. Like I was watching it and like crying at the end. um, and I, I was I remember thinking like, DC hasn't made me feel this way right. Like I haven't seen a DC movie, and cried because I was so emotionally invested. The only movie I, I DC movie I remember crying a little bit, but because I was like so proud was the Wonder Woman movie, and it was um, when she was like kicking ass on the battlefield and stuff. Uh, but Other than that, like no DC movie has made me cry because I've been so emotionally invested in these characters and the story and stuff.
0: Right? They killed Superman, and we were. I was like, okay, we're all men. (laughs) I
1: mean, because you know,
0: (laughs) you know he's coming back. Like you know that there's no, you kind of knew where it was going. Yeah. But even even with that, you still weren't like sad about it. It Mm -hmm. was just you're watching a movie. That's it's. I don't know. It's just it's weird. Like it's like you said, DC has not been able to at least for me, for you, make us emotionally invested in these characters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marvel's just, you know, you got to give it give it up to them. Like, they've just done such a great job of planning this out and picking the best actors to play these characters and the way they wrote these characters. Um, it's just amazing. Like, War Machine, like, I freaking love War Machine. Like, and he has such little parts in this movie but I'm like he's just so cool like and the way um, Don Cheadle plays it like it's just so like natural like it mm-hmm. feels natural to him um, of course you see again they show off Captain America's strength while he's you know going heads up with um, what's his face like Thanos no Thanos oh I thought you meant um, like when they are running sh- well that too <laughs> but I'm talking about his strength yeah, yeah, first yeah, yeah. I you. Um, you know he he's going up two hands against one of Thanos' hands, and Thanos even has this puzzled look, like, what the... Like, how is he doing that, And you know? And so, because he's just so freaking strong. And then, yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie, too. So, when the the battle happens, you have Black Panther, Captain America, all the other Marvel characters, and then all of Wakanda's, like, um, army are charging against the enemy and so everyone's running right but you see black panther and captain america pass up everybody and they're both running at the same speed right because they're both the fastest and just little things like that to show you like how freaking cool these characters are and how they stand out from everyone else so yeah like it's just a great entertaining movie and i love this movie
0: yeah, I mean, you can see really see like you said how much Marvel has invested not only in the the actors and the, you know, the production values and everything, but the storyline. Like mm-hmm. everything calls back to something from a previous movie and and you have to, you know, have that knowledge to really appreciate all the little things. Cuz yeah, yeah, you can watch it as somebody who's never seen anything, but you're going to miss out on so much because you're not getting all the little in jokes or all the little references to something. You're like, oh wow, I, I forgot about that, or or that's why he's he's running so fast. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it that I was gonna say about that? Oh, <laughs> yes, Bane. Um, so yeah, at this point in the in in so basically at the beginning of the movie, all the Avengers, they're not Avengers anymore. Like they've because of the events of of Civil War you know uh tony tony stark explains it to doctor strange you know doctor strange is like i don't know oh no he explains it to um banner but yeah the uh mark Ruffalo's character the, the incredible hulk he's telling him like hey i know you've been gone for a while but i don't you know you've missed out on some stuff and of course that's a reference to what hap- what happened in thor ragnarok like everything's a reference to something some previous movie but tony's basically saying we're no longer the avengers like we broke up <laughs> like we had a big falling out. Me and Cap, you know, we're not speaking. We haven't spoken in like, like three three years or something like that. And so, um, you know, everyone's scattered, you know. Vision and uh, Wanda are living in, what was it, Scotland. And, you know, everyone's in different parts of the world. Um, and so this is definitely one of those like getting the band back together <laughs> kind of things. Because... This is the big one, you know? Like, we thought the, the events in the first Avengers were, was something, this is like, you know, you can tell by, by Banner, you know, the way Bruce Banner is telling everybody, like, no, I'm, not, I'm, ch- I'm telling you, I don't care if you guys haven't spoken in a long time, like, it's not gonna matter because this, this is it. Like, this could be the end of the world, basically, or half the world, uh, because of what Thanos is trying to do. And to me, this movie is very much like, kind of like those movies like Empire Strikes Back, where, at the end, it's like a bummer ending because, it's like, damn, do they, like, you know, you expect the heroes to always win at the end and everything goes the way that the heroes are expecting them to. And, um, it's funny because at the beginning of the movie, Thanos is telling, was it Loki? He's telling Loki or Thor, he's like, I know how it feels to to lose and feel like, like, it's it's not believable, It's you can't believe it because... You you think you're right, and so you you're expecting to win. Like that's you're the one that's gonna win because we're the ones on the right side, Mm -hmm. and so that's very that's a very like. Now that I've seen this a few times, that line really stuck out to me because I was like, yeah, that's basically what this movie's about. (laughs) Like at the end, you're like, wait, but they're the good guys. Like, aren't they supposed to win this whole battle, this whole thing? And it ends in like a stalemate, and they take some huge losses. Um, Like I said, we're not gonna give away what what happens, but it's like. I remember at the end of the movie, it was that kind of that stunned silence in the theater. Like uh-huh. people were crying. It was like, wait, what? People were so confused. I remember you were confused because they end it, and it's like you don't get any kind of like nice little like, oh, okay, this is what's gonna happen. It's kind of like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> how did this? How did this happen? And how are they gonna recover from this? Basically, yeah. And that's and even me knowing, I was like, well, I know comic books work, and I know when I know dead isn't always really dead, <laughs> but. Even for
1: some, so, for
0: some characters, characters it is. But even so, I was like, how are they going to get themselves out of this? Because they wrote themselves into a big like pickle, you know? Yeah. Where I was like, how are they going to fix, quote unquote, fix what, what happened here? Um, and, you know, everyone started having their theories right away. It's like, oh, it's got to do with this and it's got to do with this t- you know, this stone or this infinite So, you know, everyone had their theories, but it definitely had people talking and you had to wait for a whole other year. Yeah to wait to see what happened i mean you know, we'll kind of get glimpses of it in the next couple of movies that come out because it kind of weaves into that storyline but um you know there was what one two there was two movies in between this one and the the avengers endgame so um yeah. it was a- and
1: I, I remember seeing like on the news like after this movie came out where like kids would be coming oh, yeah. out of the theater crying <laughs> like what like because it got everyone man like marvel did such a good job with this movie to like just show how emotionally invested every like so many people are because you this movie at the end makes you feel so lost and defeated and you're just like how the hell are (laughs) they gonna come back from this like you can't imagine how they could do it so I remember that that always makes me laugh because I've ever seen all the <laughs> news, crying. like
0: all the kids cry You made the kids cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm going to say this um, without giving too much away, I hope. But uh, there's a scene with uh, Tom Holland and Robert uh, Robert Downey Jr. Every time I see it, <laughs> <laughs> it gets me. I'm like, God damn it. He's a good, that, that Tom Holland's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Just with a few lines, it just makes you cry your little eyes out. Um and and it also goes back to what I I really love about I forgot to really mention this in the in our Spider Man review, but I love that he's, you know, yeah, he's this badass you know uh, superhero, but he's a kid, mm-hmm. so he's he gets scared. Like I remember there's that scene in in uh, Spider Man Homecoming where he, all that that building basically falls on him and he's trapped and he can't get up and he's like panicking. He's oh, like, help, yeah. help me, somebody help! Like he sounds like like someone would like panicking like trying to get out. And I'm like that's that's what a kid would do. Like they're going to be scared. It doesn't matter if they have superpowers or not. And that's that that's that kind of comes out in this movie too. Like you know, yeah, he's cool and he's he's awesome, but when it comes down to it, I mean, he he's he can get scared too. Like and he'll show it. He's not like these other tough guys that you know, they they bottle it all up or they they push it to the back. He he's, he gets scared. He's what? 16. Um But I love also the fact that these characters in these movies are so different, especially, like, I'm thinking of, like, Guardians. Guardians is very much, like, a funny, like, kind of a – not silly, but just, like – it's very comedic. Like, all the characters are are very funny. Uh And they manage to keep that essence in this, like, kind of a serious movie, and it works. Like, they Mm -hmm. manage to – piece all these different very different characters and very different um kind of genres together into this big movie and it works like that must have that was that was really cool because and it's funny because you know which characters you're gonna see so like you know at first you're on earth and there's all these things and then it shows like the the title card or whatever it says space and you hear like rubber band man by uh i forget i forget if it's the temptations or who but you hear that song playing, and you're like, "Oh, it's Guardians." You know it's going to be yeah. them because they've already established that. You know they're playing all these. They're always uh, what's his name? Space uh, Star Lord is always listening to these like '60s and '70s songs from you know, and uh, and of course they're all hilarious. And I love that they team up these because you know each each set of heroes they kind of get separated. And they teamed them up with people that you've never seen them teamed up with before. So I love the the how like the Guardians play off of Thor. Like, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like they have these hilarious interactions, and then of course you've got like uh, Doctor Strange and uh, Tony Stark. You know these two guys that they they both have these big egos, and so they're just Aww. like n- not letting up against each other. It's it's great seeing these characters that you had never seen, kind of you know stuck together before. They they scramble them up, so it's it's not the usual you know like original Avengers. So you mm-hmm. you know you don't have Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, and um, uh, yeah. Cap. You don't have them together. They're actually separate for most of the movie. They're with these other groups, and it's really cool to see them playing off of these newer Avengers. Um, it was really cool seeing it that way. Yeah, and then there's these really cool like that whole uh, Wakanda battle is awesome. I mean, that's where you really see the you know everyone kicking ass of course that's the, the the big battle we were talking about at the end but um just really cool to see all these characters all these actors together just playing yeah. off each other so well um and
1: yeah even when rocket interacts with uh um, <laughs> yeah the winter soldier he's like uh you know rocket tell you know if you know rocket He loves weapons And he loves Body Like like, (laughs) Fake body parts
0: Yeah he likes collecting Like uh, What do you call them Like prosthetics (laughs) Like Like people's Fake legs And eyes and stuff. But as a joke Yeah he thinks it's funny
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like to take Someone's fake eye Like Or whatever I don't know It's just really funny Um, And so He's If you know Winter Soldier He has a metal arm And So they They interact for a few minutes Or a few seconds On the battlefield And Rocket asks the Winter Soldier. Oh, how much for your gun? And he they goes, "Oh, it's sale. not for sale." And he's like, "What about your arm?" And so Winter Soldier just walks away, and Rocket's like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm getting that oh, arm." Getting that arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so even though this is like a serious, scary yeah. battle, they still put in these jokes or these references to these characters that are still funny, and they and they, it works.
0: And it's hilarious because you're like, man, did they did they think about that? Like going in that, oh, there's got to, you know, obviously somebody came up with that line, like hey wouldn't it be funny if like rocket makes a joke about or mm-hmm. you know something about that like it's it's again it's this this world building that they call it where over the course of these you know 20 something movies uh for 10 years they've been they've been you know developing all these characters and you know their their little quirks and things and they managed to make make it work with these other characters that you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought like oh yeah that makes sense that's a funny joke like that that Mm -hmm. that he would want his arm of course right um or even the way like you know thor introduces Groot he's like this is my friend tree or whatever (laughs) and then of course uh and Groot looks at captain america that's who he's introducing him to and he's like i am Groot or whatever and and then steve rogers goes i am steve rogers (laughs) it's just funny little jokes like that and even with the i am Groot thing like you you would think that that joke would wear out, but it's just funny, they found so many different ways yeah. for him to say that phrase. Um and of course in this in this movie, he's still growing from when he was, you know, destroyed or turned into a little little version of himself in the first Guardians. And so now he's like in his teenager phase. Mm-hmm. So he's over there. He's like constantly playing this little like video game. And uh they're like, hey, put that game and like the way star lords basically become like his dad like you know and he's like hey I'm put that thing away i'm not gonna tell you again or something and, <laughs> and he's like i am rude and everyone's like whoa <laughs> language or whatever it's just it's such a funny movie like you said it's it's funny it's action-packed it's sad like it's it like it's like a roller coaster it drives you through like all these different emotions oh yeah um so it's a really really great movie um and it's not even that long – well, it's like two and a half hours, which is like standard for these kind of movies. Um, the long one is going to be Endgame, which is I think like three hours long. But um, but yeah, it's just such a great culmination of all the characters we've seen thus far. And then um, – and like I said, we're still missing two, which we'll, we'll see them later. But in this movie, they sat it out. Um, but yeah. Well, actually, we're missing three characters because – we haven't been introduced to Captain Marvel yet, but she's coming up soon. Um, but, yeah, I think that wraps it up for Avengers Infinity War. Was there anything else you wanted to add to that? Nope. Um, I oh, I just want to recommend it. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I just want to say there's uh, another thing that I noticed. Josh Brolin does the like the voice on the stop motion for uh, – not stop motion. Excuse me. The uh, motion capture for Thanos – and he's done it for a few movies. But it's crazy how, like, you know he's not real, the character, but they made him look really, like, as real as you could, I feel like. Mm-hmm. The, the technology is as good as, it, as it's ever been, I feel, like, for this type of character. Because even, like, maybe 10 years ago, you would have a fake character and you'd be like, that looks really cheesy. Like, it, it just doesn't look real. He looks really creep eerily real. Like, he's even got, like... No little things like like little hairs like on his uh cheek like you can see the little fine little baby hairs whatever you want to call them like the little hairs that you know we all have on our cheeks that you can you can see really fine hair little details like that it's really creep eerie because it looks like a real person but obviously there's not a big purple guy with this weird <laughs> What is what does Peter Quill call it? A nutsack of a chin. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's got this long chin that's like got these lines on it. But anyway, I really really like the the way Josh Brolin played it because that character could have easily been like this big like just menacing, um, just evil character. But he plays it like like I was saying earlier, like evil. You know, evil people don't know that they're evil, and he doesn't. He, you can tell he feels emotions, like he feels sadness, yeah. and you know he really feels like he's doing the right thing, like he's helping uh, all of us by doing this or by, by you know wanting to wipe out half the <laughs> half all yeah, life. He,
1: the way he he says is it's fair because right. by it's going to be random. It's random, it's not right. by
0: class class rich or
1: poor race or anything like that so it's just a random 50 percent of life will be wiped out and so that's why he thinks it's fair and merciful that way so that there will then be enough food to go around there is no more starvation no more war um you know unhappiness so that's why from his perspective he's thinking It's a merciful, good thing that he's saving life. He's saving not only humanity, but, you know, other worlds out there, other planets. So in his mind, he's being – this is a good thing.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's really cool. I just wanted to mention that because he's a really cool – that's a really cool character. Like, probably the – that's, like, the the big supervillain of all these movies. He's, like, the -hmm. ultimate one. But, um, yeah, so definitely a recommend from us, obviously. And, um, yeah, I think that wraps it up for this this review. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram and let us know what movies you'd like us to review. I know there's still some out there. People have given us suggestions and we haven't gotten to them yet. <laughs> we will eventually. But, uh, anyway.
1: Yeah, follow us at third row from the yeah. front.
0: And we'll talk to you next time on the road from the front. Bye, bye.